y'all we're back for another hour of the chicken and liquor hour we have uh two returning guests and a half guest but we have two and a half guests uh today <laughs> two and a half guests today um uh we got the fam here my cousins you know uh mark so fly who was on here a couple weeks ago um he put the peace sign up but that's not gonna be video it's just podcast bro um <laughs> And we got uh, Shay Wei, my other cousin. Uh, what it do? Hey, y'all. And you'll probably hear his little two cent every blue moon, a uh, little peanut in the background. He's the uh, the next generation. He's the, was he the next generation? What would be? No, he's about the next generation after the next generation, right? Uh, no, I, no. I think that is next generation, right? No, because I feel like, let's say, well, technically, Let's say Boo and Courtney and them are first generation, and then me and Janae and Andrea. You're a part of that generation. Oh, am, oh I guess so. Yeah, I'm true. <laughs> Wait, is he? Yeah, yes, because, I am. Because he is, ain't Sissy and Granddaddy are brothers and sisters. Oh, yeah. And we're both yeah. of their first children. Yeah, so. Correct. And then, so then, then y'all, that's the second generation with Serena. And then, okay, so Peanut. Serena's still first generation. She's just younger. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn, that's a lot of cousins. I wonder. Uh, yeah, she is first generation. Oh, shit. I wonder, technic, do, I wonder if we're like a lot of cousins or not. Are we considered as a large amount of cousins or not? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so either. Because no. I've been meeting I've some people. I've met people who be like, Every corner they turn, that's my cousin. And I'm like, huh. are you just saying that? Are y'all like really cousins? <laughs> right. People really be having that many cousins. Right. I'm like, is it just how black people do when we call everybody our cousin? Like, no, we really cousins. Like, God dang, y'all got a lot of a lot of cousins. It's a lot of cousins. So I guess it's it's probably small compared to all these other folk then. So never mind. <laughs> I've been wondering, do do white people really have cousins? I never hear a white person say, This is my cousin. I feel like they have wait, wait, I'm finna bring in guests. No, I'm not gonna bring in guests. My wife is in the back. Well, you do, do I mean, you can bring them in, ask them if they got cousins. Of course, they got cousins. What the fuck? Like, I mean, the but does he like, but does he ever say, like, y'all, this is my cousin? Like, I've never heard a white person say, yo, this is my cousin. I mean, like, for me, and like, I can remember, like, middle he school. His I cousins had white hold, on, hold on, Mark. Hold on, Mark. Go ahead, Shayla. I remember in middle school, I had like white friends and they would have cousins that went to school with us. So they would, I was like, oh yeah, that's my cousin. But I've never known them to have like a whole lot of cousins. It's yeah, just like I, maybe two or three. Yeah, I just think niggas you, just be saying that's my cousin because that's their homeboy. Like that's what yeah, I oh, yeah, we grew up calling everybody our siblings and cousins. There's so many people that I grew up with and it wasn't until college where I found out, oh, y'all not really brother and sister? Y'all not really sisters? I thought y'all was, thought y'all had the same parents this whole time. Like, no, our parents just grew up with each other. Mm-hmm. But I, I've never heard, I've maybe heard one or two white people in my 33 years of life say, yeah, that's my cousin. They just, <laughs> white the people cool. also, they I'm definitely also, have cousins, though. I think they oh just God, my niggas got my white friends got cousins. So the ones well, besides the ones behind me. Well, of course I, they got. I know cousins, they. I know they cousins. But it's like, do they fool with their cousins though? I feel Mark like said, I know they cousins. When it comes to <laughs> drinking and family holidays, that's what one of my white friends told me. That's he's the only like, time. Oh. He's like, I don't even like my brother for real. He said, it's only when we're drinking if we're at holidays. 
white so people they really don't food, be. They only fool with their cousins. That's when what it's he told me. That he said his cousin is younger than him, so it don't count. They can't really hang out with them. How, how much younger, though? How much younger? Like, they're not 21. They're not 21. They're not oh, going out. He said they can only hang around him if they can drink. <laughs> they're not going out. <laughs> well, shoot, when uh, we was in college and I was definitely older and DJ was only 18, he was over there. Turn. I remember DJ's freshman year. He come over there and talk about, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna stop drinking. I'm like, nigga, you 18. What do you mean you gonna stop? You you started already. He's like, yeah, I'm a. Uh, I might chill out and stop drinking as I'm getting older and stuff. I'm like this dude. And then the next weekend, he and her turning up though, taking shots of that cheap ass vodka. Now like you really vodka. don't drink for real. No, I don't like DJ, I can't do it. I can't do it either. DJ's an old man though. DJ's always been an old man, but now he's truly. He's truly an old man. Yeah. Two more days, he's really gonna be an old man. Oh, oh another kid. Hey, that's crazy. Is it still? Does it still trip y'all out that DJ's about to have two kids? Yeah, it's trips me out that one of them's right there and looks just like him. <laughs> like he literally <laughs> looks just like him, bro. That's so scary, bro. He looks like Damon Orbit sometimes, but like that's like literally same head, same color. Like that's scary. I feel like. Peanuts more is shaped like his mama, like the the he's hey, skinny, he's lanky yeah. and stuff. He's got yeah. that, but he's yellow just like his daddy. And look yeah. at it, bro. He's literally a spitting image, and it's wild that he came out so yellow, like bro. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to see what the baby looks like. Oh, uh, that's gonna be that's crazy. So, Shayla, it ain't weird to you still that DJ is about to have two kids. Like no. DJ's like an OG now, like to me, like. <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's weird, bro. Like, sometimes like, I feel it's like the DJ. same DJ, but I'm pulling up over your mama's house and niggas in there cleaning shoes out on the floor and shit and lining yeah, shit up. And... Yeah, like, it's sometimes I feel like DJ older than me, though, because he got such an old soul. He's really an OG. He just has, DJ has way more responsibilities than all of yeah, us. That is because... true. <laughs> no kids. Now, I ain't married. I got no kids. I got a pet. I ain't got a house. I live in an apartment. Right. Like I'm single. I'm single as hell. I'm just my biggest responsibilities is like student loans <laughs> and my health. <laughs> That's pretty much two of my lords and trying to get through Atlanta traffic. Those might be my biggest. I got yeah. responsibilities. I know it's it's crazy that I actually did got a lot of shit to handle. I just started my me and my friends just started our first business, so we starting on that with clothing. I got like 40 people calling my phone and texting my phone every day trying to book recording sessions. I need to get another phone. Well, um, I got you two wanna, dogs. You want to talk about that, uh, Marcus, the closing line? Oh, yeah. White Dash Boys. You know what I'm saying? That's, uh, Say, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, gotta, you know you don't be opening your mouth when you talk all the time. So um, Let me so, illustrate. I said illustrate. Enunciate. Let me, enunciate. Let me, let me like <laughs> audibly illustrate this for you. There we go. So <laughs> it's, it's called White Ash Boys, like White Ash, not Ash, A-S-H, Boys. It's basically like, okay, basically, when you, I'm going to put it like, I'm going to like summarize it. White Ash is when you got good weed. That's what it goes down to is good weed. It's the, well, Ash is going to be white. But it's more than that. It's like a lifestyle brand. Like It's not only like the top shelf cannabis. It's the top shelf, everything you choose in life. So that's what we're going to start with that. We got clothing coming probably like in a month 
So yeah, just stay tuned with that website. Well, we got uh, we we about to start building the website. We have an Instagram page underscore Y dash boys. So if y'all go check that out, we about to drop a photo, have a photo shoot in the next couple of boys, days. Boys with a Y or a Z. Boys with a Y or a Z. Okay. I mean, I said Y or Z with the S or Z. <laughs> y Z. <laughs> okay, Y Z. White Ash Boys with a Z at the end. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Shout out. And then, uh, what about your studio? Then, like, how how did that come upon? How did the studio happen? Yeah, I just became an intern up here. I came up here and became an intern, and after that, I was just like. I started, they was like, you really got to get 30 hours. I was like, 30 hours? That's nothing. Like, I can get 30 hours in a week. I got 30 hours in like two weeks. And then they hired Hold on, me. you know, wait a minute. Hold that thought. You know what's funny about that? You talking about 30 hours is nothing? My students, I had a student email me. Uh, she texted me one day and she was like, Will, why do you hate me? I was like, what are you talking about? She said, why do you have me working all these hours? And just know they're not allowed to work more than 20 hours a week during the school year anyways, during the semesters. So I said, what are you talking about? She said, you got me scheduled. And then she took a screenshot of her schedule. It's chick working eight and a half hours in the week. Talking about why do you, why? No, she's working 11 hours. Talking about why do you have me scheduled for so many hours in one week? 11 hours. That's not even, that's nothing. Like it's crazy because like now that I don't have like an actual like job where I work at a company or work for somebody, I literally work more than I ever have in my lifetime. Like, because it's something you you're that something that you really care about and that you're and that's what I was about, about to say. Like she's mad about that because she don't want to be there. She like I don't care about it. like I want to be here, so that's why I be here as long as but I. But it's also that. it's also money though, bro. Like you're complaining about eleven hours. Like that shows that shows me also <laughs> that either you're lazy, maybe lazy, but you got money. Like you don't. Need I would say money. you gotta think about it, bro. It's like a lot of people our age <laughs> in our <laughs> age bracket. What's up, dude? A lot of people in our age bracket just doing crypto and all the di- all the digital er- everything, just TikTok and people getting paid off posting pictures and YouTube channels. So you got to think about it. it. Might be a student might have a YouTube channel with a hundred thousand subscribers. Well, uh, her father her father's also a prince in a uh, in a small African country. So <laughs> all right, that's why she doesn't want to work. Yeah, he's like a prince in a small African country. So she didn't care. wait. Her father's a prince. Why is it's, she here? Uh, she's going school, to school. For school. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I wouldn't even... Her dad, look, her dad's probably strong. trying uh coming to America where you can just going to live a normal life. <laughs> no, nah, her father told her, was like, nah, my kids are going to work, though. But they I got money, though. But they got money, though. But yeah, her father was like, you're going to work, but... She's like, I'm only gonna work so much. I don't really care about any of this. So you out, Peanut? He's gone. Peanut out, out in these yeah, streets. Yeah, he's gone. All right, little Peanut, little PP. All right, dude. <laughs> All right, little PP. <laughs> 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 That's a uh, Ralphie's kid, Junior, right there. Man. But oh, uh, my bad. So you were saying that it was like 30 hours. You like it's nothing. But it's just like. And, like, I don't know, like, I'm making tax-free money. Like, I make $60 an hour, so I'm not really tripping about that. Like, that's straight for me. Like, I'm young. I really don't got no responsibility. I do. Like, I ain't going to say I do. I can't say nothing that. Nothing serious, though, but nothing, like, serious nothing as you're taking like, care of yeah, another life. You're not yeah. taking care of another life. Well, I kind of got two dogs, so, yeah. Well, that's a little bit different than having a, uh, a human. Yeah. Life. Human life. But, yeah. But still, that's, that's a lot. Like, pets are still yeah, a lot. That's a lot to have to deal with. As one person, uh, I mean, I be trying to. I, I get, I make through. I get, I get, I get. 
but so so the studio or whatever so how do y'all how do y'all do that y'all y'all rent it out to people like explain the process like basically uh like I'm I'm like a contracted worker like say I can literally go anywhere I want to but this is like my home based place to where I work out of so like I basically built up a clientele uh, where they just call me and I just book my sessions they come up and I just like split half with the studio and uh also, I take walk-ins and stuff like they'll call in the studio and somebody might recommend them to me or normally when somebody calls the studio, they're going to give them to the best engineer. So it's either me or a couple other guys. So just so when they come to the studio for the first time, they get an amazing experience every time they come in here. Well, the first time they come in to make them come back. Word. So, That's know. dope. That's dope. So, all right. So before we move further, the first question I got for both of y'all, Shelly, you can go first. First segment. Uh, minimize your fucks. What are you doing, like, to minimize your fucks? Like, you got five fucks to give out in the week, and you don't want to give out too many fucks. What do you do to not give out to not give out too many fucks on a Tuesday? Let Marcus go first because these Negroes is back in my door. <laughs> She's so black. She's such a. Um, <laughs> How do you not give too many fucks? What are you doing to stay sane? Honestly, recently, bro, like I've just been like. Kind of like just like backing away from certain people, like like you know what I'm saying. That's really what I've been doing. Like that's the only time I really give a fuck is when it's involved with somebody else. Like I trust myself 100 percent when I'm doing something, so I only do something when I trust myself. So the only thing that really I got to watch out for is me trusting somebody else in the situation because I can't control their actions or how they're going to handle the situation, no matter what it is. So I just kind of like. Just like kind of like fade away from people that's constantly an issue or constantly complaining about stuff. Like that's just what I've been on recently. So yeah. When it comes to the like doing all the music thing and now you getting like in the city of Louisville being bigger in the music scene, have you seen where it's like harder to trust people? Do you see where people will like throw you under the bus or use you for something or like what? I mean, I feel like in life if you're not. I feel like if you can't be used in life, then you're not you're not useful. Like everybody's gonna use you for something in life, no matter if it's beneficial or if it's bad. Like if it's bad, that's on them. They're gonna have to deal with that at the end of the day. That's yeah. not your intention. If you're not that type of person who has those intentions going into a scenario, then you know what I'm saying that's on them. And that's how that's I feel. A good perspective. Yeah. So but you're what? saying that so you're kind of saying that anyone who has something to offer and like anyone that has something to offer, you're going to get used at some point. I mean, yeah. Like if you're yeah. good, like you feel me, just, it goes back to like being a kid, like if you're the fastest kid on the, in your class with this field day, they're going to make you race. If you the tallest kid, like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to use you to get books off the shelf. Like it just you know all depends on how somebody's using you, rather they're yeah. using you for good or bad. Exactly. Yeah, and I, because I've been, I was actually talking to one of my students about that uh, uh, last week when we first came, or early this week, yeah, that, because uh, it's uh, one of these young dudes that's complaining about women, at first I'm like, man, you young niggas is always complaining about chicks these days, but he was just talking about how he got used by a chick that he met on social media, and first I was like, well, you know, you, you can't just be meeting strangers off of social media, bro, and thinking they got good intentions anyway, like men or women, period, bro, like, mm -hmm. You don't That's know. That's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. No, I, because it, it's people ahead. out here just scared to talk to people in real life, but they'll text you like over an app until they get comfortable enough. And then they're like, oh, like I've, I've known people who's like had not like a quote unquote like relationship with someone, but they like talk to someone or they like FaceTime 
I guess a lot of people, like male and female, just kind of like timid or scared. Maybe something happened before, and they just not, you know what I'm saying? they got It takes a minute for them to trust somebody, for them to like actually want to, I mean, you don't never know, you know what I'm saying? And it is people out here just like trying to, you know what I'm saying, use people for stuff. They see somebody, oh, he's doing this. Let me let me see what's going on. Oh, she's, she look, you feel me? It depends, on, it just depends on the experience. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the good side of social media. Like, that's yeah. the, the good part of it. And I guess I was just talking about the other side. Like, and so, of course, there's, you like, because I've met, I mean, I've met dope people literally through Twitter, especially since I've been in Atlanta. I have met a lot of really cool people through uh, Twitter, people that I would have never met and that I've actually linked up with in person. And we've been friends since when I got here in 2019. And we've been cool since 2019. Like they've been over to the house. We went out for drinks. We've talked about like starting cooking shows together and all these different things. And so I do have that end, but you also have the other end and what he was talking about, like, and he was just kind of sick because he is one of them dudes that thought he could meet an OnlyFans chick and that she was like trying to, <laughs> and he thought he was gonna like have a real relationship with her or whatever. I'm like, bro, like he showed me her Twitter page and her bio, she's got like a DM feed, like it's a feed just to DM her. I'm like, bro, like she she has only talked to me about money in her bio, bro. Like, what was what did you think was gonna happen? And he's like, Yeah, they linked up and they went out to eat and had drinks, and he's like, he bought her an outfit. I'm like, bro, like. He was doing the most. I said, now that was you being a little too thirsty, bro. That's yeah. you. Like at some point you do have to have a guard up and you can't be too desperate and be too thirsty. But he was like, she used me. And I was like, yeah, but you have you to left. be smarter. You, yeah. You exactly. You got to, it, it really goes down to like you being like a receptive person or, and it goes down to you, how you was raised and what you saw when you was raised, like when you was growing up. Like, cause. Yeah, because he he expects he's one of those people that just expect thinks everyone has good intentions. Yeah, and, and the I, older you get, <laughs> go I ahead, mean, Shana. I've been that person before. I've been that person before. I I've always had good intentions. That's how I was raised. I was raised to have good intentions in everything that I do. So, of course, when you're someone like that and you've never experienced somebody crossing you, you are naive and you have yeah. to go through shit for somebody to be like for you to finally be like, nah, he might be using me, you know, but you have to, you have to go through it to figure it out. So everybody's going to have their, their one incident, or you might go through it a couple of times until you learn, but people are going to use you if they can. And like, like Mark said, it could be good or it could be bad, but people are going to use you. Cause there's some shitty people out there. So, and them shitty folk, they'll, they'll use you if you allow women. I think we've I've, every person is going to be used at some point. Yeah. Uh, and when I'm saying you in, in this instance, I mean, in a negative aspect, everyone's going to be yeah. used at yeah. some point. But kind of so, like going back to like Marcus said, which is a dope perspective that like that means you have something to offer if someone's using you. You have something yeah. to offer. That means that you're good at something. You're you're dope at something you do. And unfortunately, like you just learn from that. That left you learn from that one experience and then just move differently. But and it's just it sucks because it's hard because a lot of people will end up um, letting that one experience kind of change the way they move, period. And they never allow anyone in ever again. And it's just I told my homegirl, I'm like, look, she was talking about like relationship wise. I'm like, sometimes shit just sucks. 
but you can't close yourself off because if you do, you'll never get the good experiences ever again. Right. Yeah, you, you're going to avoid the negative experience every time, but you're never going to get the good experiences and the good experiences will outweigh the negative shit every time. Yeah, for sure. You'll end so, up forgetting about it. For sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah, like if you get something that's really dope, something that's real, it's like, you know, it's it might be a little different, but I kind of compare it to this where I've been in a car accident and then for a certain time period, like I'm nervous behind the wheel. I have a little anxiety and I'm stressed. And then you finally start getting back to the normalness and normalcy and you're driving. And then the other day I'm turning into a parking lot and this car just started coming out almost. It was, it was so close to hitting me and I had to swerve. And then another car almost hit me and that car missed me and all that. And I'm just sitting in the middle of the street. Like, I'm like, the first thing that came to mind now, oh, thank God. I'm just counting my blessings. And those, but those feelings resurface. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it resurfaced, but it the me being thankful that nothing bad happened outweighed the previous car accidents though so like i was more and i was stressed that day like i was having a rough day but i was more counting my blessings than counting all my problems and stuff so it so that pop that one positive thing that happened that shit saved my life maybe i could have i don't know what could have happened it was two different cars that almost hit me and so that I was, it was more of a positive experience and that weighs more on me than the negative stuff from before. And maybe that's just my mindset. Not everybody's built that same way because everybody's built different. Because for me, I'm built different, y'all. I'm built different, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> but not so, uh, Shayla, what are you yeah. doing to minimize your fucks? Boundaries. Explain. I set, I set a lot of boundaries with everybody. Um, People don't like it. Some people don't like it. I've mm-hmm. I've bumped heads with a lot of people. I've lost a lot of friends within the last year and a half because if I don't like something or you do something that I don't like, I'm gonna let you know how I feel about it. And then we gonna move on from there. Either we gonna move on together or we gonna move on separately. And I'm fine do with you, it. Do you give people chances? Like, like if someone does something that pisses you off, you explain it to them and you give them a chance, like, okay, maybe they fixed it and it won't happen again. Of course, everybody deserves a chance because you have, I don't, I don't care what nobody says. People always will like, you shouldn't have to teach people how to treat you. You do. You have to treat, teach people how to treat you Mm -hmm. because everything that you might think, you know, I need, I need in my life. That doesn't mean that that's exactly what it is that I want. Just because you think that's what it is doesn't mean that that's how, what I want and that's how I operate. So you do have to teach people things. So of course you give people a chance and you tell them like, I don't like that. Or, um, you know, I didn't, I don't appreciate you doing that. And if they can't get it right, then they got to (laughs) go. Yeah, it's true. Like that's saying like, you have to teach people how to treat you. It's so true. And I feel like in this day and age of social media, that saying people are like, no, you shouldn't have to, but you should like, if I'm 33 years old, if I meet a woman today, and she like, we've never known each other. We're both in our 30s. We don't know how one another communicates at all. We don't know, shoot, our love languages, uh, each other's love languages or whatever. So just the same way that I was seeing a young lady and she came to visit and everything. And from that visit, I realized, oh, we are not right for each other. Like she might be right for someone else, but we're not right for one another. So I'm not just gonna say she's a shitty person all of a sudden, but then I told her, I'm like, yo, I don't like this, I don't like that, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, well, you need to get over, you need to man up. And that's when I was like, oh, so we just not right for each other then. 
because I was trying to teach her how to treat me, but she wasn't feeling it or whatever. Yeah. But she's just for someone else. Like you can't meet someone today and think that they know you. Like they don't know your experiences from growing up. They don't know shoot, your experiences in college, that you travel, wherever you live, your jobs you have. Like depending on the type of industry you're in, you're, gonna, you're around totally different people. Like Mark has been in the studio around artists and rappers and different people. That's totally different than me working in higher education where, shoot, I, I got in trouble, had to go to fucking sensitivity training because I told a white girl that, because she told her I made her feel stupid. And I said, well, I can't make you feel any way you don't feel about yourself. And a week later, a week later, <laughs> a week later, I'm in, I'm in sensitivity training and women in diversity in the workplace training, how to communicate with diversity in the workplace training. But Marcus in the studio, y'all can say way worse shit than that, and ain't nobody gonna give a damn. But for me, like I can't say shit like like for me, I'm working with so many people. Like I got like a lot of my students now. This is my first year really having to deal with it as much with the whole pronoun thing, and it's so it's just so different because I'm 33 and I never experienced that my whole life. So I told my students, I said, look, if I mess anything up, blame it on my head and not my heart because I'm trying. But you got the students coming in here and I'm like, what up, girl? How's it going? Uh, first off, it's he. I'm like, Damn, I'm sorry and all of that. But I got way different experiences than Marcus is going to have. So people, Marcus can communicate with the people he's surrounded by in one way. I can't, I definitely can't. Uh, it's, times, it's times where I ain't going to lie, like, like, say, for instance, like, if our accountant's here by, or our owner's here, like, I'm definitely not going to talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? It is times where I still have to talk to yeah, professional of course. Man, like, y'all. But I know it don't seem like it, but, yeah, it's still times for sure. So I oh, still no, I get it. It's, it's yeah. not because to it. it's still a business, and it still has yeah. to operate as a business, yeah. and you exactly. can't just act any kind of way in somebody's business. But like, I, I get I, where you're coming from, Will. When I first yeah. meet a client, until I, like, till we both first, like, I, of course, it's going to be a comfortable session, how we working and stuff, because the way I work, but as far as like how I can like act with this, like I record some of my friends. Like sometimes I can't like if my friend's doing something I don't like, he's recording. I'm like, bro, that's, that's just bull, bro. Like do it again, come on, fam. If I'm recording somebody that I'm newly, maybe two or three sessions in, I'm like, yo, bro, let's just run that back. Like it's a different way. I got a word stuff. It's a different way. I got my, my tone, how I come with people. Because so you're also like, learning, you're learning how to communicate with that person because you don't know them yet. So you don't yeah, know if you you don't know me, if you're comfortable. Yeah. You don't want to be like, hey bro, your shit's bull. And they right and they start crying and running. <laughs> uh niggas is in here gonna try to aim a gun at me. I'm up east. Oh yeah, yeah. But see, and, and see, that's what I'm saying. You're in a different environment. Ain't nobody in, no, in my private that, school, though. but ain't nobody in my private school trying to fight or anything. Like none yeah. of them would fight like that. Them be the ones you gotta watch out. But you gotta understand why though. Like, think about okay, and this is think about where you what you said at my school. It's a respect factor at school. Like it's the respect thing. Like you, we're not fighting at school. Like if this is a studio, like even when like niggas come in here with their guns and shit, like they got a respect factor. Me, I don't fool with that type of foolishness. You can have your your weapons in here, but we're not gonna jump around like we in uh, Saudi Arabia. You feel me? Not finna do all that shit. We not for. We not finna. That was just a random place to say. That was a random place to say. say. We know what you mean, though. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's a respect factor. Like it depends on how they respect the place they're in or the situation they're in, and how they respect themselves. Yeah. 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 
Because do if I go in here and ask the food, are they gonna let me back in their establishment? Like probably not. And like, and even it's the same thing with different college campuses. Like every college campus has its own culture. So the yeah. previous place I was, the previous place I worked, them students, they was, I mean, we're in Florida. You got students coming from South Florida and a lot of students coming from like, like their parents grew up with money. They're growing up, like their parents are lawyers, doctors. And them kids also, they was doing hard drugs like cocaine and and then in ecstasy and all kind of stuff, they was wild. Oh, they was shit. already seeing that shit at the crib. Yeah, yeah, they're seeing all that already. But then the students where I'm at now in these private schools, they they don't even go out and party and get drunk. These kids, they're I'm like, what do y'all do? What's I'm I'll talk to them, what do y'all do on Friday nights? What do y'all do for fun? Half the staff is like, I don't do much. I'll just we'll have a little FaceTime fun with my girls and then we'll drink some wine. And I'm usually in bed by 10. I said, You're 21. You're, and you live in Atlanta, bro. Like, what are you? you what think are you about, doing? You gotta think about uh, also like the group that you work with. Like everybody. That, like, no, that's what I'm saying. I got like I got th- this culture. These kids that come to school here, it is academics first. They do not play around. Like when I was at Florida State, Greek life was huge. Like they cared about Greek life. You have a top. You have one of the um, one of the one of the um, old school football programs in the country. So they care about homecoming. They care about tailgating, football, Greek life. They, they go, they go, they're going to do their academics, like, but they know how to balance it. They're like, no, I'm going to go out and party. I got school pride, but I'm going to wake up even off of two hours of sleep and go and get, get a B or an A on this test. The students here, they're like, no, 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 no. We have a 24 hour student center. I would get into work at 630 in the morning. I go in there, there's kids already in there studying. They're in there studying, talking about, yeah, I've been here since 2 a.m. Like, what, what the, like, so, like, why? Like, there's a such thing as overstudy. No, I just, I got to get this together. So they don't, they only have the academic side. They don't have the partying, the Greek life. They don't come like from, like, old money. It's scary, though, because, like, mm-hmm. hold on. No, I got to end this call. Hold on. <laughs> um, my fault. I feel like it's kind of scary because, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay. I feel like it's kind of scary because, like, when you are done with school and you're out there in life and then you meet friends that it, you're going to mess with people in the workplace that's not like you. You know what I'm saying? You're going to mess with people in the workplace. You They get drinks and smoke weed and uh, go to monster truck rallies and shit like that. Like, it's people that you're going to be exposed to that you've never been exposed to. And sometimes that's not a good thing. And sometimes it can be. So it really just depends on the type of person you are. So when you say that, that like that, sh- that makes me realize when I moved to Florida, I wasn't around like a large, diverse group of people until I got to Florida. Like growing up in Kentucky, it's pretty much just white and black people. Yeah, there's Hispanics and blah, blah, blah in different areas, but you have to be in that area, especially for a lot of my friends that I met working at Florida State. You had a lot of people that was from like places like New York and stuff where it's a melting pot and there's all kind of people all over the entire city. Like I had students that I had white students who said they was the only white person in class and they was in class with nothing but black with Haitians, black folk and Hispanics and stuff. And that was so new to me because a lot of schools that we went to growing up, it'd be like six black people and everybody else is white a lot of times, yeah. or maybe or maybe it's half black, half white, but for most of us, it was mostly white folk and then some black people. So I got to, when I got to Florida State, I realized, oh, a lot of us are way similar than we thought. 
but I also learned way more things from them that I would have never learned. So I think those people that get to grow up in places like that, where it's very diverse, they kind of a step or two ahead of us, you know? Definitely. Cause they already know how to communicate, work with, um, they're well, they're a lot more well-rounded. We think yep. we're well-rounded because we can go <laughs> hang out with white people and get along <laughs> with them, but that's not where it ends. But Correct. for Kentucky, we're, we're well-rounded. But like you said, when you go to other places and you meet other people, like when I went to Europe, that experience was a whole eye-opener for me. I was yeah. like... Where were you in Europe? I went to Italy. I went to Austria, uh, Budapest, uh, Switzerland, and Germany. So how I went, long was you? How long? Five weeks. I went okay. to five different countries in five weeks. Um, and that experience, I, I'd say to everybody, everybody should have some type of experience where they are foreign because it humbles you like crazy. Like I literally would go into places and try to like order food and they'd be like cracking up at me. And I'm like, <laughs> and it wasn't like, they wasn't like laughing at me to make fun right. of me. Just laughing because I was like really trying. Like I'm a, if I'm gonna be over here, I'm gonna try to speak your language if I can. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a very humbling experience and um, it, it just really makes you open your eyes to different things. So I, I really, I agree with that because it's like until you meet other people who do different things than you do on a normal, on a day-to-day basis and the people that you're used to being around, you really don't, you don't understand those things. It's funny because I was talking to one of my students this week and she said when she was in France, uh, she was there with like she had one friend there. She was doing study abroad, but she was with one friend. But she was from uh, France, and they was with all of her friends. And they went somewhere and they was ordering food, and she was ordering like pizza and chicken wings. And they was all like, "Oh, you're American, aren't you?" Soon as she said that, they was like, "You're American, aren't you?" And they all was laughing. And it's like we don't mean any disrespect, but we don't eat that here, <laughs> so we can tell that you're American. And they was like, by the amount of food that she ordered, they was like, "Oh yeah, she's American," because it was a large platter that she ordered. And she was like, man, they made me feel like I was fat. And the thing is like, you go to other countries and you order stuff like that and it's not good. So it's like, why, if you're there, you might as well try to eat their food while you're Mm -hmm. there because the stuff that you order that's American is not American. Like uh, I just saw a post um, the other day on Instagram, Offset was in Italy and he had some like, uh, Alfredo with chicken in it and it had no seasoning on it whatsoever it was so bland and he was like he was like hand me the pepper he was like they didn't put nothing on her and I shared it and I was like this is facts because in Italy like I ordered spaghetti thinking it was about to be fire I was like oh this is like some authentic <laughs> spaghetti we in Italy I'm about to tear us up it was so it wasn't even nasty but it just didn't taste it like anything but tomato yeah. sauce and pasta that's it not a lot of flavor no flavor, like none yeah. whatsoever. Because we have our taste buds that we're accustomed to. And it's hard to, when it comes to taste, if you're used to a certain taste your whole life and then you go somewhere and it doesn't have the same thing and you're like, what the, what the fuck is this? That's yeah. why so I hate when people just act like the way we eat is so horrible. I'm like, actually, I, this shit tastes good, bro. Like people nah. always love... People always love to just disrespect where they're from and hear like this shit is so horrible. I'm like, Bro, they probably, I'm gonna say I this. To... Go ahead, Mark. Oh, okay. I feel like we do eat horrible. 
No, I mean, I'm, it's certain, I'm I'm so, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. I'm going to tell you why. I, I, I think in certain aspects, yes, we do. But you can't hate on where you grow up so nah, much, you though. you can't. You just got to deal with it. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> just what you going to do? It. Like, I'm not about to go buy a farm and grow chickens and harvest and harvest plants and I mean, chop could. chickens. That'd be good money. That'd be good money, though. Gut cows. And, that's not me. What the? Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Who the fuck is gutting cows, Marcus? How you going to get beef? How you going to eating beef? What? No, I'm saying, how why you got to do that, bro? How you going to get steak? The thing it's is, is that valid, bro. we think it's good because that's that's how we grew up. We see nothing wrong with it until you get older. I mean, just think about it, Black people. Let's just use Black people, for example. For years, soul food. Soul food is right. not good for you. We all know Lucy. soul food is not good for you. But we didn't yeah. know that until we reached a certain age where we're like, yeah. hey, we're not supposed to eat mac and cheese and sweet potatoes <laughs> and cornbread and fried chicken every day that's not how you're supposed to eat Bruh, we was going to we was going to lunch taking leftovers taking fried chicken and collard greens from and from ryan's and golden corral full meal i would meet i was talking about that because i don't use seasoned salt anymore i haven't used seasoned salt in like five years five or right. six there's years there's so many alternatives yeah and all the all the food that we grew up on like soul food or whatnot soul food was made because the slaves they they was getting all the leftovers they like so they was putting all those seasonings in there for it to taste good and that's the only reason why they're eating fucking chip pig intestines they're yep. eating pig intestines eating chitlins because they had to like they wouldn't get yep. nothing else and so they're like well we're gonna get this we're gonna have to put some flavor in here and make but it that's taste the good thing. That's the thing, though. Black people now we have to get out of the out of that program system that's in our head. That's like this is what we this is this is what I've always known. So this is what I have to eat. No, we don't have have to eat that no more, y'all. Exactly, y'all. We we can definitely eat better options. And then if you if you want to have your soul food every once in a while. Do it in my guess. Yeah, like every 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 once in a while. Because I ain't like because every every blue moon, I'm like, you know what? I want a nice soulful meal cornbread mac and cheese collard greens like fried chicken all the, but you can still make all of that healthy as well though you I mean, can make now that they got like he- well healthier healthy yeah and that's why like, they- cheese in it right it's gonna taste like fried chicken for real and it's well crunchy. i've been doing since like since i started my little weight loss journey back in what 2013 2014 I've been doing uh, oven fried chicken. So even before the air fryer, I was doing oven fried, so I didn't use all that oil. I was using whole wheat flour, all of that, and using olive oil instead of like vegetable oil and stuff. So you can find creative ways to make all that food that we grew up with taste good. For the most part, now mac and cheese, mac and cheese. I don't know if there's a lot of healthy ways to make mac and cheese taste good though. Like sometimes you're just gonna have to eat you gotta, the regular the mac, mac and cheese. cheese. Just got a mac and cheese. That's it. Yeah, no yeah. Other way to make the it. mac and cheese unhealthy, yeah. please. Yeah. The mac, please. Got a mac. I've had several people. <laughs> I've had I've had several people tell me that because I keep trying to find healthy ways to make mac and cheese and never it never comes out good. And I've had at least four people say, "Will you just gonna have to make mac and cheese?" And then my my student said. Like you just said, make mac and cheese mac. You just got to make it mac. Like, yeah, I remember sorry, my mama listen. made that mac and cheese with the <laughs> pasta. Y'all, y'all, hold on. They was, y'all, I wasn't there. I was not there, but I was in the group text when all of them was talking about, you have all the cousins, the mama, everybody in the group Bro, text. I roasted her. And, and this is when I was in Florida. 
and they was talking about how they had Sunday dinner and what they had and stuff. And everybody was like, Will, you should have been there. Courtney made this man. And Marcus was Marcus was really pissed off about this mac and cheese. Because no, y'all know one, I, I have no filter, bro. Y'all know this, bro. So so, but listen though. So for one, you messed up the mac and cheese. That's why that's one reason he was pissed. Oh, yeah. Secondly, it it's was his the mother. only mac and cheese dish over Secondly, there. It was his mother. So you're even more embarrassed. You're like <laughs> Because when your when your own mama messes up something, you be like, bro, what was you doing? Like, don't and ever. Courtney, but the thing is, Courtney, she was always the one. Everybody's like, Courtney gonna make the mac and cheese. Like, she always would kill the mac and cheese growing she up. She tried something day. different. She messed it up. Do y'all and, even know and, what she did? <laughs> and the thing is, when you mess when you mess up one time, now you're, you're on done. probation. You yeah. on probation. We put you on the bench. That's what we do. I tell my, nobody's uh, letting you make mac and cheese for a while. Nobody else need to take their warm-ups off and go get in the game. <laughs> I tell all my non-black students all the time, I'm like, look, you ask 10 black folk, 8 out of 10 black people going to say the mac and cheese is one of the most important parts, most important dishes of the meal. If especially if it's like Yeah, if it's mac and cheese included in the meal for sure. Yeah, and so we're going to say Ask that, me and Marcus, we're going to say mac and cheese and sweet potatoes. Combination. And, you know, hold on. I was about to say, you know what the top level is when you put uh, sweet potatoes and mac and cheese on the same fork? Fire. Nigga, nigga that is. You can't, it can't be defeated. Mm-mm. Never in life. I can't, I can eat the whole plate today. Like, I literally don't even eat meat all Thanksgiving and shit no more. Like, oh, I don't no, even like, I haven't, I, it's been about eight years since I gave a damn about meat on Thanksgiving. I'm literally only there for the sides. That's all I want. Like, bro, like, I don't like turkey. I don't care who makes the turkey. They can inject juice in it. It's dry. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Turkey is not my favorite. I will and say I, this year, though, uh, the turkey my mom and dad made was actually really good. And I normally don't, like, fool with turkey like that. But it was I good. I didn't try it. I didn't even try it. <laughs> did, y'all have like mashed, did y'all have mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving? That's white people. I don't. Okay, I that's what I thought. Yeah, I don't think mashed potatoes goes on Thanksgiving. You need to go ahead and sit them on for Easter with the gravy for Easter. Now, maybe is it maybe because we all grew up in the same family or something? But that's exactly I always what tell, it is. But, but, but I always tell people, I'm like, we didn't grow up eating mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving. Oh, no, who's bringing mashed potatoes? No, white folk, white folk it's love gonna, mashed potatoes. It's gonna, some, it's gonna be some goddamn potato salad in there. And the thing is, if you do make mashed potatoes, you better not make no instant mashed potatoes. You no, gotta you're gonna have to boil put them your potatoes. Foot in it. You gotta put your you wrist in there. Put, if you don't make them, put your foot in it. But why you? I mean, like, at the end of the day, you don't need them. We don't need to have those. Hey, y'all yeah, made I, some the other day, and I know it don't make no sense, but it actually made it kind of didn't. but... I made baked chili. Niggas ain't never did that. I don't think I've not baked chili. Baked spaghetti. Baked spaghetti the same way, but it was with chili. Hold on, y'all. For the people who out there don't know, uh, in Louisville, most of us gonna be eating our chili with some spaghetti noodles. Yeah, y'all don't. Y'all don't. I I didn't like. That's like I don't know. I guess it is a little thing. Or maybe I ain't gonna. It's very. It's very of our. Maybe not just Louisville. But our nah, area, though, Midwest. I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say it really came from from like, especially me and my mom, because it was just me and her. So shit, I make that shit last for a minute, and I get full. Oh know, yeah, that first, like we grew up eating chili where my mom, mama makes it on Monday. You eating it till like Thursday and Friday though. You eating yeah. it for about four five days. I'm cool with that, and I ain't gonna. Hell, I put yeah. sugar in my I put sugar in I'm my not okay with a little that. bit. 
I don't so hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, hold on. So wait a minute. We know you bougie, Shayla. We're gonna get to that that you don't eat leftover. But so Marcus, Marcus, you put sugar in your chili. Do you, Shayla? Uh-huh. No. You should try it. No, thank you. I'm it's not like against one, it. I'm not like one spoon, put your spoon in there, sprinkling them on, mixing them up, put your crackers in there, crushing hot sauce. Are you still do you, but you still put hot sauce in it though? Yeah, a little bit, and that's the only thing I like hot sauce in. I don't like hot sauce besides on fish sandwiches, and they got to be a catfish sandwich. Nigga, I put hot sauce on everything. I put that shit on everything. (laughs) I put that shit on everything. (laughs) I don't like hot food, bro. (laughs) No, I don't don't eat hot sauce like that for real. I eat it on, like, if I don't like the flavor of some chicken, I'll throw some hot sauce on it. Yeah. Um, but I like I'm very simple when it comes to food, like very, very simple. I just because you also don't eat leftovers, Miss Bougie. Yeah, I'm I'm simple, like, but I want my food fresh. It gotta be fresh. I don't want nothing warmed up in the microwave. There's only specific things that I will that I will eat the next day. But if I eat it one, if I eat it the day after, I'm not eating it no more after that. It's it's time to throw it away. Anything. Anything. What about chili? Chili? Nah, chili's yeah, when you eat chili, chili I tastes better the next day. I can eat leftover chili, but it has to be warmed up on the stove. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it in the microwave. Oh, I can definitely do it in the microwave. I, I put mine in the oven. But I'm going to tell y'all, a lot of the reason why I don't like leftovers is the smell. I can't get past the smell of food. Um, All the shit mixed together when you open the container. Oh, my God. I'll be like, we really about to consume this? <laughs> <laughs> Like I can't. Hey, do, I don't. I ain't gonna lie, look, y'all. I I warm up everything. Back in college, especially, I would warm up Taco Bell the next morning and eat that shit. Mm-mm. I had no Ooh, problem doing that. White Castle is the I, worst. I would do that. I would, I would heat up Castle. a White Castle chicken sandwich. Hey, I would heat. I'd heat up. Um, I'd heat up fucking Taco Bell, White Castle, uh, McDonald's. I ain't give a damn. I'm I'm heating all that up the next morning. Chinese food. I'm heating the burger with the onion. Found. Mm. I don't give a damn. And look, I'd warm up. I'd warm up Taco Bell. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know White Castle. Them shit smell like armpits. They do smell like that though. I mean, White Castle. Good White Castle smell like underarms though. Like I just like (laughs) cheese and meat. That's all I want. And I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a double. Just cheese and meat. I don't like pickles. What? Really? I never knew that. Yeah, I don't eat pickles. I'm just nasty. It's too sour. Only this time I ever... This man used to eat ketchup out the pack. No, I Janae, did not. Janae used I to do that. I did not eat ketchup out the pack. She's Janae cap. would I used to just drown everything ketchup. ketchup. Janae would drown everything in ketchup, though. Ketchup like a food group. <laughs> a food group. <laughs> he says a food group. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wait a minute. So while we on this... Let's say you got to pick three condiments, only three condiments to use for an entire year. What condiments are you using? You go first, Marcus. Okay, I'll go. Ketchup, honey mustard, and wait, condiment is this for like sauces, right? Just sauces? Yeah. Okay. And ranch. What do you put? What what things do you put honey mustard on? You can put honey mustard on the salad. You can put it in chicken, honey mustard. I, hold on, I know, on I know salad. people put, I know people put honey mustard on salads. I just can't bring myself to do it. Bro, I know people do it. I can't do it. Honey mustard and ranch and put it on a salad, cause on my like on everything, like. 
Oh, See, Charlie, man, I, Tony I, I can believe some. Oh, oh, Charlie, you know, and uh, can't stay. Can, that's all I buy. I'm not getting no. That's all I know. I'm you, not know getting no. you know who's can't honey mustard? Uh, yeah, you said you know, I never bought that. You know who's honey mustard was fire back in the day? Don't was? say Hidden Valley. No, I was gonna say Oh Charlie's. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh Charlie, I ain't never bought that ranch though. I need to get that ranch. I don't know if they sell, do they sell it though. Oh Charlie, oh, they got to. I buy the honey mustard. Oh okay. Yeah, they got the honey mustard at Walmart. But what's your oh, sauce? Okay. What's your sauce, Shayla? Um, I would say ranch. Um, niggas love some ranch. Barbecue. <laughs> really, barbecue sauce. Oh yes. Hold on. What do you What do you put barbecue sauce on most? Uh, my fries. Really. And typically, like chicken nuggets or chicken tenders. They gotta okay. have barbecue. Um, the last one would be syrup. Hold on. I was not expecting that, sir. I didn't think about syrup. Right. I, I'm a fiend for syrup. I only, you syrup. know, I really only use syrup for waffles or pancakes or French toast, of course. I don't use but syrup I, for anything. But else. I eat those a lot. Like, I, I, I love waffles, pancakes, French toast so much that I had to find ways to modify it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm you serious. love it that you love it that much? Yeah, so I like I'm I don't want to say I made myself like it, but I've gotten to a point where I'm so used to like the keto um waffle and pancake mix. Like mm -hmm. it's not good. It don't taste like regular. So you just mix. used to it now. But I'm so used to it now yeah. that I've been killing it. I've been like, oh I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I like French toast sticks, like the French toast sticks covered in cinnamon and sugar and put them in the air fryer. Oh my god. Yeah, I just made yesterday. I actually made some keto. Um, I get the keto bread, so like low carb bread with zero carbs in it, and uh, you can get it from like Kroger or Walmart. They, there's plenty of brands now because they're making everything like low carb now. Yeah. Um, so I got that, and I made up me a little um, French toast mixture or whatever. Hey y'all, that was good. I was like, this don't even taste no. That sounds good. See, for me, I don't like all the stuff that tastes too sweet. I just, I think from when I started eating healthy and then I did like a year without just so much sugar and so many different things, I can't go back to it. So I don't like like my breakfast. I like when, you know, people make French toast and they put all that, all that extra stuff on it. I just, yeah. I, it doesn't taste good anymore. I don't, anymore. Like that. I got sugar. I don't I need all the extra stuff. Just give me the bread and the syrup. Correct. I'm just, hold on. I'm just tripping I'm out. I'm bougie you a love, little bit. I'll be putting powdered what? sugar on mine. See, I don't like powdered sugar. I don't like powdered sugar, actually. For real? Yeah, I don't like powdered sugar. See, I, I don't my know why. Favorite, my favorite dessert is a funnel cake. So that has all types of powdered sugar on it. I love powdered sugar. I can't eat funnel cakes anymore because when I was a kid and I don't even know, I don't even know if little Marcus was born yet. Shayla was very little. I probably Lil Marcus was probably born, but Lil Marcus was very little. We all went to the uh, fair, to the state fair, and I remember I was eating funnel cakes, and you remember elephant ears, and mm -hmm. all of that. I was eating elephant ears, funnel. I was eating all kind of shit just all day, and then that night we I started throwing up, and all I remember is I had to be like nine or ten, and I just remember looking down in the throw up and seeing funnel cake, like thick funnel cake pieces. So I've never went back. So for the last twenty three years. 
I can't go back to eating funnel cakes ever since. <laughs> and that might be why I don't like powdered sugar today. Because I never of... really liked funnel cake. Like, oh, I used to I love that shit. Back the reason why I... I didn't like funnel cake is because I never finished it. Like, Oh, yeah. A lot of people I'm not going to take it home and reheat it. Or no, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Nah. Hey, I'd kill a funnel cake. And I'm one of those people, <laughs> like, I only go to the fair or, like, um, like the, the bats games and stuff like that. Because I want a funnel cake. That's you never tried to make one? Real quick, wait a minute, Shayla, hold that thought. Real quick, just so people know, when she says the bats game, she remember, she's talking about the Louisville River Bats, the minor league baseball team in Louisville, just so people know. <laughs> uh, do you know why Granddaddy stopped taking me to uh, sporting events? Why? Because I would, only go, I would only go for food. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like hey. sports. I've never really been into sports like that. Now, the only reason that I even go to sporting events is if it's a family outing or if um, <laughs> DA is playing something. I don't go to sports sporting <laughs> events. I'm, I'm here for the food. <laughs> that's like look that's like me i only go to super bowl parties for the food and i watch football but super bowl i don't even watch the game i'm there for to be social and eat all yeah. the food i don't that's even care I'm about not the talking game people watch and eat correct that's that's legit me but hold on let's rewind back syrup <laughs> so do you put syrup on anything else other than the breakfast food or you just love those breakfast foods so much that you're picking syrup um, let me think. Is there anything else I put syrup on? I, like I don't like eggs, but if I eat eggs and put syrup on them, that's the only way I can. Really? I put hot sauce on my eggs. Negro. <laughs> I don't eat eggs unless I can't, unless it's to a point where I can't taste it. So it has to be mixed in with something so much. So like where I, I love me a good chest bar. Yeah, like I'll turn that up. Or uh, like Starbucks has a double smoked um, it's it's called like a double smoked bacon sandwich or gouda, something like that. A, a gouda. Yeah, it's like it's a breakfast gouda, sandwich, yeah. and it has egg on it. It's you can see the egg and everything, but to me, I cannot taste it. I don't know if their eggs just don't really taste like eggs. Why do so many people not food with eggs? Actually, it's a lot of people that don't. Just food don't food. like it. It's nasty. The smell, the taste. I don't like pork either. I don't eat bacon. I don't eat sausage. I don't I'll see now. I, I'm gonna turn me up. <laughs> I like chicken I, sausage. I, I love chicken sausage and turkey sausage. I, so I'm I not like against pork. Bacon. I don't like turkey bacon. It tastes like, like imagine you like eating the bottom of a shoe or something. It's like, it's like rubber. I could understand that. I could understand. I'm gonna still eat it though. But I, I DJ used to say back no, in college, it tastes like lunch meat. That's what it tastes like. Lunch but back in college, DJ used to be like, it tastes just like regular bacon. I'm like nigga, no, it does not. No. <laughs> It definitely doesn't taste just like regular bacon, but I think it's good. And I'm someone like I think I just like um like I'm I'm very open to to meats and stuff like that. Like I'm not somebody who's like, oh, I don't eat pork, I don't eat beef, I don't eat pork a lot, but I'm I'm open to it. Like if it's there, if yeah, it's the option, yes. I'm gonna eat it. And I like I don't think turkey bacon tastes bad. Um, I actually have been eating turkey bacon more because I had got on this thing where I was eating pork a lot, and I was like, let me scoop back a little bit and go yeah. to the turkey bacon. And then I started eating turkey sausage, and I was like, oh, this is good. The sausage is good. I just don't like the bacon. It's just like yeah. too artificial. You know, I've like like Shayla said, I'm not against pork at all. I don't eat it much. I actually only had pork. I had pork twice in 2021. Only no, had I don't it know twice. the last time I've ate pork. I ain't yeah, I, 
I just very I limit it very much. Like I but there's not a lot of times where I'm eating it. Like when I, I grilled ribs, I did beef ribs. So I'll do beef ribs. If I grill hot dogs, it's beef, beef hot dogs as well. I don't need or, to eat hot dogs. Or, or chicken sausages. No, what I love a grill. Yeah, what do you like? Okay, let's say it's a regular week. It's a regular week, bro. Uh, what are your go-to meal? What do you cook most often? Wait, wait. Before he answers this question, okay. this man is saying everything he don't eat, but he went and got them dang on Taco Bell wings and was eating them. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. You ate Taco so. Bell wings, bro? Yes, bro. I ate the wings. That so is, that's bat meat, bro. Listen <laughs> to me, bro. I'm going to tell y'all something. Is any, if any of you need girls have ever ate Domino's, or Papa John's chicken wings, y'all will eat them Taco Bell wings. It's the same shit. Is it really? Literally, I had because I had Taco Bell wings, and then later that day, my, we ordered Domino's, and I got some pasta in my finger and wings. I said, "Let me eat one of them wings." It was the same. Same shit. But that's the thing, though. When I go, oh, fuck to all places, y'all like, hate. <laughs> when I go to places like that, I don't even get wings. I want my wings to come from some a place that's known for their wings. Like, yeah. nah, I but, will get some wings from a from a pizza joint though. I will get some wings from a pizza I joint. I like wings from Chinese places. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, but. nigga, Mexican spots and Chinese places have some Chinese of the best wings, bro. Trust me, y'all know I'm a wing connoisseur, boo boo. So y'all know them. I know these wings. So Chinese, Chinese places, wings bust. Bro, they fire, yo. They good. They, like, they actually season. They fried literally perfectly. Sure and do. you get a whole wing. They be giving you like 10 whole wings for like $10. They don't give you them like, little bitty ass wings. Yeah, you don't get no little drumlets. <laughs> little drumlets. <laughs> we had, um, I had, what is it called? Chicken King. Probably for the, for the first time in a long time the other day. And I, I don't was, know if I've ever oh. had chicken. I've only had chicken king once in my life, actually. Yeah, I think I had only had it once, and it was a long, long time ago. Like, I mean, so long ago that I didn't remember how it tasted. So I, I bit a piece of the chicken, and I was like, "Oh my Damn. god!" I was like, "We been why have we not been ordering chicken from here?" Because <laughs> like, we didn't. Years. We we didn't grow up where our parents was going to Chicken King. We didn't grow up eating Chicken King. I feel like Chicken King was more of like the East. I ain't gonna start. Right? That's the East End. Yeah. yeah like that the, was uh, East End. We grew up on Indies and um and Kings, Kings Chicken. Yeah, I used to eat Chicken King. Hang on. My daddy used to be out that way all the time. So I remember hey. eating that. I used to get the Uncle, barbecue wings. It's Uncle Bruh. Uncle Bruh stayed at King's Chicken. He always oh got he used to get King's Chicken and Kroger Lemonade all the time. <laughs> King's yeah. Chicken and Kroger Lemonade and uh and banana popsicles. Banana popsicles. <laughs> Banana popsicle. Shout out to Uncle Bro, man. Barbecue goldfish. He used to shake that goldfish in his hand like that. Yeah. Shout out to Uncle Bro. Uh, On that note, we're going to end this segment. We're going to come back. (laughs) Um, I had like three other things we was going to talk about, but we started talking about food a whole lot more. But food is good, so shout out. (laughs) Uh, All right, we'll be right back. Y'all be blessed. All right, we back. Uh, Mark, he might pop in at some point. He going for a little sec, but we still here with Shay Way. Um, I have a question. Question of the day. Question of the day. 
what is annoying right now? What's something that just annoys you? Um, uh, other than COVID and, and uh, it's 50 variants. Yeah, um, other than that, we're going into season three of COVID, bro. Shit about to be lit. Something that annoys me. Oh, like man. me, like me right now. I was holding the door for somebody the other day and they just walked through and didn't even say thank you or anything. And that just annoys the crap out of me. When yeah. Plus you like 10 steps behind me and I hold the door for you. And she just walked on through, didn't say nothing. And I go, you're welcome. And you saw her kind of look over her shoulder a little bit and she just kept moving. You could, she could at least been like, oh my bad, thank you. And she just kept moving. That's strange because the opposite kind of happened to me the other day um I was walking into a restaurant and the girl she she was ahead of us and she walks in and she kind of just kept walking after she got to the door or whatever and she came back and was like I'm sorry I should have held the door and I was like what well shout out (laughs) I know I was like I this is this is not normal and she she was not um she was not melanated and so I was confused (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you're not even melanated. Yeah, I was like, this, this is dope, for real. But yeah, hell no. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, Will, I get annoyed very easily. So <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm trying to work on that. Actually, I get annoyed by things way too easily. Um, is there anything that annoys you about social media? Oh yeah. Because I was thinking to myself, I'm like. Everybody seems so mad about everything all the time. It's like, there's no way y'all have such strong opinions on this many matters out there. Like, it take, it seems like it takes a lot of work to have strong opinions that much. Yeah, um, there's several things to be annoyed about with social media. I mean, I get easily annoyed on social media with, um, with the way that these uh, rapper chicks, are, rapper girlfriends are being glorified. Um, I think I talked about that on the last podcast. I hate it. I, I can't. Yeah, because I think that's when I learned that one of the chicks' names I saw was a rapper's girlfriend. I can't remember which chick it was. It was one of them dudes' girlfriends. Jada, I think. But yeah, that uh, was her name. Yeah. Yeah, like they're not real celebrities. Like, stop! I can't stand that. <laughs> that drives me crazy. Um, what's something else about social media? Um, probably well, the, gonna- the all the gender wars that go on oh my gosh it's gen i'll be off of twitter for two days and come back like damn y'all still it's gender wars all day every day do y'all it's like do y'all hate each other do y'all want to date each other or not so i've gotten to a point where because i do follow a lot of like feminine um feminine pages like pages that are that teach you how to be more feminine because that's something that i've struggled with in life I feel like I grew up, uh, I learned, I learned to be more masculine growing up. Be a um, thug. She's a yes. Thug, so I'm, I'm trying to get more into my feminine. Um, and so I follow a lot of those pages. And of course, with that, you get a lot of women or a lot of posts about things that men and women are arguing about on how a woman should be or how a man should be. And I just, I think I've gotten annoyed with that because it's like at the end of the day, like what works for people is going to work for them. Like you can't tell, <laughs> I can't tell you how you're supposed to be in a relationship with old girl over there. And I don't know mm-hmm. old girl. I don't know her. I can't tell you what you're right. supposed to 
Because people want different things. Like, it's almost like we're all different and want different things. It's so mm-hmm. crazy to think that. Like, every couple months, I know that I'm going to see these same arguments. Um, whose plate is supposed to get made first? The kids or the man's? Um, who's supposed to pay the rent? How much should a first date be? Mm-hmm. It's Those three things pop up every four to five months on Twitter. And they talk about it for two and a half days. And nothing gets accomplished. It's like, why are you and, all talking? And about the moral it? of the story every time is that to each their own <laughs> art, to each its own, whatever you, however they say it. To each it, its own. Yes, like at the end of the day, it's all about what you want to do in your house. I can't be yep. mad at you if you make your man a plate first. That has nothing to do with me. <laughs> that does not hurt me at all. Like, why <laughs> do y'all care? It's but wild. for the record, for the record, in my house, <laughs> the kids would get fed first. <laughs> but it's like I wouldn't give a damn if, let's say, but that whole thinking when they're the question of um, whose plate gets made first, that thinking comes from back in the day where the woman was always a stay-at-home mother, and the husband would work twelve-hour shifts. Though that was when he was at work for twelve hours, five days a week, and six days a week. Niggas working 70 hours a week. So, of course, if the niggas working 60 hours a week, of course, you're going to be like, let me make my man a plate because that nigga hungry. He he just worked 13 hours today. So, of course, you're going to do that. But today, and that was when he was working like factory jobs and out in the field. Now, your husband coming home from working a social media job. That that shit look different. (laughs) And the the thing is like... There, that's not to say that there aren't men who are still doing that because of, of course of course there's definitely still men who are still it's gotta working be yeah it's 12 be. hour shifts and stuff like that but it's like um let's be realistic the woman is working too like that's not it's not the thing of the woman is staying home anymore so i just people are just ugh to me i don't know i, I can't deal with these uh traditional things like things are just not traditional anymore I also I also feel I don't remember growing up and I'm pretty sure my mother would make my father's plate every once in a while or something but I don't remember growing up and every time my mama always made my daddy's plate I don't remember that because I also grew up in a household where my father cooked just as much as my mama cooked so both both of them cooked in the house and I just don't remember where it was just women cooking all the time hence while I cook all the time as well. Right. Like, like, so I don't remember a time where it's gotta be the woman that cooks and the man pays the bills. Cause I grew up in a household where my parents both did the same things. Both of them went to work, both of them paid bills, both of them cooked, both of them clean shit. My father is a, my father's an R&B guy. He cooked. I remember seeing my father cry. We was in church. Like it's- But here's so, the thing, Will. I'm gonna tell you right now. Because- <laughs> Tell me right now. Because I, I I'm I'm a young a young woman who is out here experiencing different kinds of men, and a lot of the time the men who you see arguing that a woman is supposed to be this way and a man is supposed to be this way, those are men who did not grow up with men in the house. They do not know what a man what a man is is like. They don't know they don't know realistic men. They know men that they saw on TV. 
they know yeah. men that are um, them niggas is watching good times. <laughs> they they were watch they were seeing things on how they thought it was supposed to be. So then yeah. they meet women like me who's like opinionated, and I'm who this hell for think she is with her own opinion. Or or, or I'm like, I'm you know they'd be like, oh you you gonna cook? No, I'm not actually. Actually, I'm not gonna cook because I don't want to. And <laughs> and like, and I it's not even a thing of oh, I'll never cook for a man. Like right. I I want to do those things. I want to have a man where some sometimes he comes home and I have a meal prepared. But I don't yeah. want I don't ever want a man to feel like that's what you're supposed to do. And when right. I come home, there's supposed to be a meal on the table because I worked this long today. Well, guess what? I worked this long today as well. And yeah. I didn't feel like cooking. So you can come in and cook if you like. And you can or make we can go get something to eat. <laughs> or we can go somewhere. It's that <laughs> yeah. simple. Like Yeah. And I guess like we was talking earlier in the first segment early on about like um uh, what you expect and all that from someone and all and whatnot. Like just the same way I'm you know, I'm starting to feel like maybe I'd be thinking more like the women of today because yeah. I get women that hit me up is like, you gonna cook for me? I'm like, oh, bitch, uh, you just expect me to cook? Who do you exactly. like? Just because I cook a lot does not mean you deserve for me to feed you. I don't know you. You cute on social media and all. You might have a little good conversation. Who the fuck are you though? Like, that don't mean you deserve for me to cook for you. So, well, that is that is the that at the end of the day that's the the consensus with all with all with <laughs> men and women right now is that everybody is the same like it doesn't matter if they're a man woman mm-hmm. they're all the same right now like th- there's no in between anymore there's no Correct. different everybody's the same you have women who have a goal with men they want their money they i hear a lot of men nowadays saying Women just want this. Women just want this. And it's so sad because it's like, I don't want those things. So when I meet a man, he automatically assumes that that's something I want. And it's like, I never asked for your money. Like, but then then you have men who are total opposite, who will Mm -hmm. be like, I'll say, I don't want your money. And then it's like, oh, well, give me yours. What? (laughs) Fair enough. You can't have my money. It's so funny because it's like the whole gender role thing, which is not a thing anymore. But from when we was growing up and from back in the day and from all the way back in the day, it's so like just all over the place because the way that we grew up and how men were supposed to be this way, women supposed to be that way, is now vice versa. Now men are acting the way that we was used to women being when we was growing up and women are acting the way that we were used to men growing up and there's no problem with that because we're all fucking humans and humans were the sooner we realize we're all the fucking same that men and women the same thing that men get mad at women about and women get mad at men about it's all the same fucking thing we all want for the most part the average human the the pot the good intentioned human we all want the same thing yeah yeah but i will say a big part of it is social media now because you you just pay attention to the loudest people. So mm-hmm. when uh, a man um, a man will tweet talking about women should do this and do that, and he's going to get two thousand retweets, three thousand mm-hmm. likes, and all that. 
So you automatically think that's how most men think. And yeah, then or, woman, oh, that's right. So now I have to do that. Yeah, and then a woman's going to tweet, I need a man to make this much money and be this height. And then she gets 5,000 likes and 12,000 retweets. So now every man is like, oh, that's what all women want. No, mm-hmm. nigga, that's what that one woman wants. She does not represent every other woman. And I keep trying to tell these dudes that because they're like, man, women, they, they all want a nigga that's over six feet. I'm like, that's a lie because I would have I would have never gotten all the women I've got if mm-hmm. every woman wanted. I'm nigga, I'm five seven. And I it is a lie. I think I think that I think that the problem is people get preferences mixed up with um I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say, but but anyway, people have again, pre- hold on, wait a minute. They get preferences mixed up with like because you have generalizations. And you mix them in with the preferences. And we forget that everyone is an individual. Individuals like different things, like from what you like sexually, your food preferences, to how you like the household run. Like, I want my shower curtain closed all the time. Some people don't mind if the shower curtain's open all the time. Mm -hmm. We're all individuals. So I feel like that's pretty much what you mean. But yeah, people, um, thank you for for the help there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah people just they need to understand preferences so like i i have a preference for a, a tall man but yeah. that's just because that is that that catches my eye it always has it always has since i was younger like when i first started looking at boys i was like oh he's tall he's cute it didn't even matter <laughs> if his face was cute i was just like oh he's tall like i really you, i have you can put for, up with the face if he's tall. i have a thing for taller men yeah but but that doesn't mean that i'm not dating short men like correct like the the last guy that i was dating he's only like five seven like I don't have all, hold on hold on one minute don't say only because I'm five seven too, so he's just five seven, not only. <laughs> only five five seven. Seven. <laughs> don't disrespect us. <laughs> Look, but, I, I, I just say that because I grew up around all you short motherfuckers. You sure? <laughs> you so did grow up all. We was all just five seven and short. <laughs> I tell but, people yeah. all the time. I tell people all the time. I'm like, look, y'all, in my family, I consider kind of tall because I'm like during the holidays. I reach on the top shelf for shit. Like Look, for a woman, <laughs> for a woman in our family, I'm tall. Like yes, yeah. And I'm, you, I'm, what are you five seven? No, I'm only five five. But I but thought we was the same height, low key. I might be like five 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 five, five six. six. Okay. Yeah. But my mom, my mom is five two. My auntie, my auntie's probably five one. Like they're little. Right. My mama's what? My mama's five two, five three. Janae's yeah. about five four. So for me, I get around people and I feel like I'm towering over. Like even when I stand with the men, I'm like, okay, Damn. I'm the same. I'm the same height as these niggas. <laughs> it's yeah, just, it's like weird. our family, we all we ain't tall. We ain't we ain't tall at all. So it just Social media has created a space for people's insecurities just to be loud as hell. Their yep. insecurities are loud. And if you are not someone who can't ignore or learn how mm-hmm. to unfollow the things that make you feel insecure, like I had to learn that a long time ago. Like if, even if um, I felt like, like somebody may have done nothing to me, but if I look at your pictures and it makes me feel insecure, I'm going to unfollow you. 
because yep. that's making me feel some type of way. And I don't and it need has that nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. Exactly. Exactly. And that's something that you have to work on within yourself and you have to understand like, okay, that makes me feel some type of way. So this is how I'm going to deal with it. And, you know, until you get in a better spot about how you feel about yourself, then that might just be what you have to do. And that's why social media is so, so much just smoke and mirrors, because most of us feel that way. The average human feels that way, where we see shit on the internet that makes us feel bad about ourselves. And it has nothing to do with that other person. It has everything to do with ourselves. Like, I'm not hating on you, but obviously I'm not in a good enough headspace to really be like, damn, she's pretty or he's dope. Mm -hmm. No, I'm like, a lot of us are in the space. And that's why you see so much hate on social media where most, a lot of people are in the headspace of, oh, this nigga think that he's just looks right. good. She thinks that her ass is fat or mm -hmm. she thinks her skin is glowing. Who the fuck she thinks she is? No, and the nigga. thing is, is that it's not that she thinks it, it's that you think it. Like Correct. <laughs> Correct. You obviously think it, nigga. Right. <laughs> that's that, what's that saying? Rent free? Rent free? Exactly. Like, that's that saying. Yeah, and that's what social media, that's the, the double-edged sword of social media, where people, a lot, a, a lot, there's, now, yes, there's a lot of people who post just to get the attention and to get all the likes and compliments mm -hmm. and shit, but there's a lot of people who post just to post and are posting just to inspire you. They're not trying to make you feel bad about yourself, but because of where you are in life, that's how you perceive it, and yeah. it's all about how you perceive things. And that's what social media has become. Like a woman could post, I love to make the plate for my husband and I don't want to be naked on social media. And so many women jump in there, oh, she's a pick me. This bitch trying to talk about all the other women. Like right, just because she don't want to be naked on Twitter does not mean she's shaming all you women for being That's naked. what I was going to say. Or they start feeling like, uh, why you got to talk about women who get naked? Well, first of all, she didn't even talk about you. She just said she didn't like to do it. <laughs> respect sex workers. Like, yes, yeah, she does respect you. Like, she's not tripping. This is just what she prefers to do. Again, preferences here. They can't, especially on social media when it's on the women's side, anytime a woman says something nice about Black men, they call her a pick me. It's like, maybe... Maybe like she might not be a pick me like some of them maybe I don't know some of them maybe but, I have definitely seen some pick me's I have definitely seen some but I think that term just like all other terms has been <laughs> has started to been used loosely and now it's just like people are just throwing it out everywhere but there definitely are there's definitely some pick me's out there that's that's the bad thing about social media where a saying is created for a particular reason, and then it just be used way too much, overused for every single thing. It's yeah. like, uh, like, um, canceled when they first, or no, 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 not even canceled. Woke. We first started saying woke about back in like 2010, 2009, and shit to other black people just to, hey, niggas, stay woke, bro. These people doing this, stay woke. And then they changed the woke culture is going to cancel everybody. Oh, um, Mark so flies back. Oh, is he? Yeah, he Mark so flies back. Um, we gonna keep it stopped. We talking about woke culture, okay? Yeah, um, not the same way that other stuff. Mark so fly, you back? All right, well, we'll just keep talking, okay? Anyway, 
but like yeah like the way we created woke culture and all of that was for particular reasons like stay woke bro these white people doing this and doing that so just pay Mm -hmm. attention just pay attention and then that led to like the whole cancel thing cancel thing was supposed to be not the way it is now now you got all these white folks using it and then it's in the media and all that shit and it's so annoying but that's the thing about white people white people are going to pick up anything that we do like regardless of what we do they're going to pick it up because they started doing the young jock is going down about three years later and you're like what the fuck are y'all doing oh now no shit you get on twitter and you be watching like these college basketball and college football stands of nothing but white people doing the swag surf. And it's just like, bruh, I don't, and I get but it. That's like, just I, like, that's just like how the jerk resurfaced. Why you yes. think it resurfaced? Had to be well, because of white people. That, well, that more resurfaced for the younger culture. That's not necessarily as much as white people. That's resurfaced with the young culture where they think that it's new. Like I've got like friends with kids and stuff like that. Like somebody like a and not not necessarily DJ, but somebody like a DJ with a kid who's 10 years old and shit. Mm-hmm. My friends, my friends that have eight, nine, 10, 11 year olds, they be telling me that their kids think that like that dance is new. Like it just came out two months ago and shit. And That's I'm like, horrible. Is that what it's like now? Are we at that age like our parents was at a certain time where they're like, we was doing that back in the day? Y'all I just not learning it? Bro, we getting old. We getting old. Not me. Nigga, you shit. You got <laughs> shit. You got uh, you got nephews and little cousins and shit that's doing that. So like, I got on TikTok. I got on TikTok and saw when we was at um, at our my cousin Boo, her father, his fiftieth birthday a uh, couple weeks back. We was at his birthday party, and then so I get on TikTok and see all the little cousins doing all these new little dances and shit to our music that's like sampled by new artists like music that we grew up on and I'm just looking at it like damn that's all the cousins that's below like 14 like yeah. they're all below 14 and none of them realize the song that they're jamming to that and I don't even want to say sample because sample means they chopped it up and did something different with it they really just taking the whole beat and adding some words to it to be honest now now they even use the words they don't care that is true they do and they just use a different voice for the word <laughs> It's weird. I'm like, so we really just gonna take that whole song and just change a few words and call it ours. Okay. And so I'm seeing all the little cousins from Boo's birthday making these dance videos and Reese posted it on TikTok and all of them like think it's new. And even the dance that they're doing is a mixture of the dances that like fucking Soldier Boy, Lean Back. Oh uh, yeah leaning rock with it like all of that and it's so well so now i'm seeing that's what our parents was complaining about when like kanye west came out with slow jams it's like oh, he just gonna sample luther vandross but it's different <laughs> now he sampled luther vandross chopped it up and all that these niggas is just they don't do the that thing. anymore yeah they they do not do that anymore they will take the whole song the first i think the first song and i it's probably not it's probably not um, the first, but I think the first one I heard and I was like, wow. I was like, she really just used the whole song was probably um, the Can't Leave Him Alone by Sierra, the girl. Uh, what oh, was her yeah. That was oh, back in like, hold Her on. name's now like Layton Green. Up. It had to be in like 2018 or 19, but she literally almost sings that whole song 
and I was just like, so wait, so she's just gonna, and I think for me that- Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, the, wait a minute, real quick. Sierra can't leave Malone. You talking about the one featuring 50 Cent from years yes. ago? Yeah. Oh, that that's like 2010 or, no, that's 2006, my nigga. But that's what I'm saying. There's a girl named Layton Green who, oh, sampled, who used that, that song. Oh. And that's, but that's why it hit more because I'm like, whoa, you know, like normally like, as a kid, you're used to songs being sampled that are from like the 70s or the 80s. I'm like, wait, so she's sampling a song that we grew up on. This wasn't even like 20 years ago. This was like just well, this I mean, hold on. Well, it is 15 years ago. I mean, yeah, saying. but but <laughs> when the song came out for me, I was like, I don't know. That that was probably the first song that just really caught me by surprise because I was yeah. like, wow, like. Cause you don't feel as old as you really are. So Bruh. I'm like, why? I'm like, Hell this no. didn't come out that long ago. Why is she using that whole song like that? Hell no. Like there was a, I don't know, is it Mulatto, uh, Big Lotto as they call her, that <laughs> did um, Gucci Mane's, I think So Icy or one of them joints um, like. Uh, she's a very freaky, freaky girl. girl yeah. yeah, it's the literally same beat. It's the yeah. like they didn't chop it up or change it or anything. Nope. But and so I look. I ain't gonna lie. There's this little. And she did girl. the same thing. She did the same thing with Mariah Carey song. Yeah, like a lot of the younger rappers now are just they're not even trying to change the shit. Mm -hmm. So I've learned a lot of this. I'm not gonna lie because there's a little young chick I was uh messing around with. She about 24, and. I would play a song from like Gucci Mane, from Ludacris, from Travis Porter, whoever from back in the day. When I say back in the day, it don't feel like back in the day, but I guess it's back in the day for these young niggas. Early and I only mean, and I mean like 2008, 2007 and shit. But I would play a song and she's like, she'd be like, ain't that Meg the Stallion or ain't that Big Lotto or ain't that like Rico, what's her name, Rico? Uh, Nasty. Rico Nasty, Rico Nasty, and they're naming all these people, and I'm like, no, it's it's Gucci Mane, no, it's <laughs> no, it's Young Jeezy, no, it's Ludacris. Like, what are you talking about? And then they're like, no, and they'll, I'll I'll try to Google like sample from Young Jeezy, Big Lotto, blah blah blah. I will pull it up, and I'll play it. I'm like, God dang, this is the same exact song. Yeah, like that shit wild as hell, but they don't even know it. And I'll play it. And I remember this chick I was messing around with a couple of months ago. She was like, damn, this is really dope, actually. I'm like, yes, it's the original. It's I was gonna say it dope. has to be. <laughs> it has to be though. Like, like it's hell though. And it's just wow to see yeah. with Shayla. We getting we at that age, bro. We at that You're age. At the no, nigga. You are at that age too. I'm sorry to tell you, you might be a couple years younger. But you only a couple years younger, and we are at that age, bro. It is. I wish this, this is why I wish Janae was here right now because she would really feel that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I heard somebody sample "So Icy" by Gucci and Young Jeezy as well. Like this shit is, it's weird. It, getting older is weird as hell, and then I think it's even weirder because of social media because this is the first place where you can have all the people of different ages in one place to talk about their talk about their growing ups and all of that like mm -hmm. it's just weird as hell to see all these 
you got 21 year olds and 20 year olds in the same place as 45 year olds and 50 year olds talking yep. about music and shit. Like you got a 50 year old talking about listening to Prince on the way to prom. But then you got a 21 year old talking about these old niggas listening to Prince and they talking about listening to songs sampled where they sample Prince and all that. It's a. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. So I don't know, I guess. I, and I've always said this, my I have a, a very love hate relationship with social media just because. Yes. I think reasons, it's all of us now. Yeah, for reasons like that, I love social media. But then you get on there and sometimes it's just depressing. Like, yeah. um, like I will say this. When I feel like we all know, okay, so let's look at Michael Jackson. Let's look at Kobe Bryant. Okay. We all know who was the bigger star. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. When Michael Jackson died, it impacted the whole world. Don't Nigga, the world stopped. It impacted the whole world. When Kobe Bryant died, why did it feel like life ended for everybody? Like, literally, I felt like my chest, I felt like my, my heart fell through my whole body. Like, it, it just didn't have, to me, his death just did not, it had more of an impact than Michael Jackson. And I'm not saying that that Kobe didn't deserve to have an impactful death, but are you I saying that you're uh, hold on? Are you saying I'm, you're surprised that Kobe Bryant's death felt larger than Michael Jackson's? I'm not surprised. What I'm saying is that the reason that I think Kobe's death had more of a surprise is because of how far we've gotten in social media. Back That's what then, I yeah, I agree. When Michael Jackson died, it was 2009. We had yep. social media, but it was not popping like it is now. It wasn't as global as it is now. It, it was not anywhere near where it is now. Yep. So what was that? Like nine, that was what, nine years later when Kobe died? Kobe passed in 2020, 2020. I want to say. Yeah, he died January around this time, February 2020. this time, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just look at the, the major difference and how how impactful those two very popular American deaths were, you know? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree because back in 2009, Twitter was big, obviously, but it's like I always say to people that when I was in college and everything, Twitter was big, but Twitter was big for your region. Like everybody on your timeline was either went to, went to college with you grew up in your city or lived in your state, someone you met at homecoming or something mm -hmm. like that. Now, someone follows you on Twitter because they saw someone else retweet what you posted on their timeline. Like there was one girl that we've been following each other down for almost a year. And then we somehow gradually went to the DMs like about two months ago. And then she's thinking I live in Louisville. She lives up in Ohio. She thinks I live in Louisville because she follows a lot of people from Louisville. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I, I live in Atlanta or whatever. And she was shocked to see that. That would have never happened in 2009 for the most no. part. No. And that's why And that's why Kobe's uh, uh, death feels so much bigger because now Twitter is way more global than it was uh, 13, 13 years ago, which is crazy. Yeah. But... Well, just the same way with Kobe, everybody remembers where they were when Michael Jackson died. And the thing about Michael Jackson, he bridges all the ages, all the ethnicities, all the genders, 
Michael Jackson bridges everyone together. Kobe Bryant maybe not necessarily does that. Like my mother, I don't think mama really is going to be like, I remember what I remember where I was when Kobe Bryant passed away. But she's going to know where she was when Michael Jackson passed away, though. She's going to remember that. Like we all going to know. I remember we was at, my, it's funny because I remember we was in a parking lot, me, Janae, and DJ, her big brother. <laughs> we was all in a parking lot at Kroger because we was about to go home and barbecue. Because what was it? Either June or July, one of those months. June. In June. So we was about to go home and barbecue. And I remember DJ, we're getting in the car. I'm about to drive. Janae's on the passenger side. DJ's in the backseat. And he said, yo, Bruce just said that uh, Michael Jackson died. And we was like, no, what the hell? No, Michael Jackson ain't dead. And then you, everybody's texting each other. Be mm-hmm. Now everybody gets straight on Twitter to see it. But in 2009, yeah. that's like maybe the second thought or the third thought. That's not the first thing you do to get on Twitter. You're texting one another to see if like he really died. And then you get on Twitter and be like, damn, I think he really, I think he really died, y'all. So that's how things have changed. So for me, it was, I remember being at my parents' house. Of course, it was 2009, so I was probably like 15. Um, (laughs) Right. Damn, I forgot. I might have been 14. But um, so I remember being at home. I think Jorgis was in town um, because it was a summer and normally he would come Mm -hmm. spend summers with us. Um, But so I remember he died. We was at the house. But I feel like instead of going to social media, we probably turned on like CNN or something like that. Yeah. Because normally back then, that's where you would go to see what what news was real and what news was fake. Correct. Or you, or you could have went to like Google, you know, but you wasn't, nobody was going straight to social media. Correct. When Kobe died, I saw a girl put on Snapchat, RIP Kobe. And I was like, she talking about Kobe Bryant or she talking about like Kobe from around the corner? Like what, which Kobe you talking about? <laughs> Wait a minute. How many Kobe's you know? Nigga? So I'm like, so I'm like, you know what? Let me go on, go on social media and see what's going on. <laughs> First thing that popped up on social media was that it was uh, alleged that Kobe had been in a helicopter accident. And then all the, all those different rumors and shit that was, right. Going, yeah. So then the, of course, you, after that, you're following, try to make sure, see what facts are out there after so long. And then it was like, oh, his daughter was in there too. And it, it just got worse and worse. And I think, I think not only the social media, did social media make Kobe's death a bigger impact than Michael Jackson's, but also just the way that, that Kobe's death happened as well. I think yeah. that also also went into the impact of his death because not only was it him, it was his daughter as well. Yep. And, it, and was it was a sudden. violent death too. And sudden, and it was yes. very sudden, yeah. yes. Yeah. And it was such a violent death. It wasn't, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Michael Jackson's where I think it was like an overdose of pills and all of yeah. that. But that's like different than a fucking helicopter crash. Like yeah, that's, because then, you're, then in your mind, you're like, Oh my God! I wonder what he was doing to make his daughter feel better about what and was it's, happening. Yeah, for. and it's you know, other like, families too. Like you yes. have other kids, other parents, and all of that. It was so sudden, and then Michael Jackson's. Oh, Janae's here. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> we just suddenly stopped that conversation talking about sudden. <laughs> hey, Janae. All right, we're hey, gonna y'all. we're gonna finish this segment. We'll be right back. We gonna jump to a new.